Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome good morning, back. sir. Welcome. No, welcome back to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Deborah. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mama Corey. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for rocking. As always, my ask is that you share. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Let everybody know that the brothers are in the building. Um, and. I know the week is going guy fast, guys. <laughs> it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. <laughs> um, so make sure you again make sure you share. And if you're not part of our text community, text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. Never miss a broadcast. Um, and that is it. Today we're talking about defining manhood to the next generation. It's kind of like a part one of a couple of phases of this. Today, I just want to kind of talk about um, the emotional aspect of passing on that level of manhood to our next generation, um, being able to handle your emotions and uh, learning how to express them in a more healthier fashion instead of holding them in um, has been trained to us as time passed before, you know, kind of suck it up. Uh, men don't cry, you know, uh, kind of situation. And and just kind of how do you become an example uh, to the next generation through what you say and how you allow the next generation to express themselves and to, to speak on certain opportunities. And I don't know if Pastor want to get into that, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, <laughs> some stuff that's happened this weekend. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll just go on. Like just, just how do like growing up for yourself, Pastor, did you feel like it was, you know, I know we talked about, uh, around your, your homeboys. I mean, crying wasn't a thing unless, unless you broke something, <laughs> you know, like, you know, broke something, you know, you fell off, something. you know, some tears are going to drop. It's kind of hard, you know, no, 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 uh, boy can stand around and look at you, but like suck it up. They're like, I'd be crying too. <laughs> like, ooh, your ankle look like it's, <laughs> you know, like, you know those moments. You're like, yeah, you need to go and shed some tears because that hurts. Um, but outside of that, you know, having, you know, even experiencing like a heartbreak, the emotional hurt, you know, your stuff we're not really <clears throat> given the allowance to cry over. You know, like man, suck it up. <laughs> but you know, like I'm young, like all, all of my love was in this. <laughs> Those like 15 year old love. This is, I've never experienced this kind of connection, you know? Um, and Hey, Hey, I'm saying good morning. Um, so how, like, as you matured, like when was the moment, I guess that you said it's to yourself or someone external, um, said it's all right to cry, you know, all right to really express your emotions. Even even if you didn't express it in front of somebody, you at least had a good cry. You cried it out, you know, um, you expressed it in a, in a way that wasn't destructive. Because, you know, we've seen others that just when they're hurt, they, they want to hurt others. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to destroy everything around me because I'm hurt. You know, um, I want everyone to feel my pain. Uh, what's up, Richie? Good morning. Good morning. Um, so when when do you remember the time that you were able to really uh, that you let loose without the the thought of, oh, man, you know, that men don't do this, you know? <laughs> All my life I had to fight. <laughs> nah, man, I you know, honestly, um, I don't. We expressed ourselves, bro. Okay. Uh, okay. We, I mean, I came up in a generation where you had love songs, right? Well, you had black folks and white folks singing love songs. Yeah, yeah. We, I listen. We yeah. we had we used to have heart sessions, Jonah sessions as, as okay. teenagers, man, and we push each other to cry. We talk about you till you cry. We we push you till you broke. Wow. You know what I mean? Everybody, everybody had a moment. Right, right, you know, right. 
Um, I told you, me and my, me and my best friend Chris Tanzi got in a fight one Friday night, man. Right. And like the Saturday morning, we was on the phone. Like, yo, man, I'll never want to fight you again, bro. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? It was like that's that's just what it was because like like everybody got a whooping. Right. You know, I like I got rest his soul, Quavy Yates, my my friend from across the street. You know, we yeah. saw him get a whooping. Wow. Like everybody knew when you got a whooping. Right. In our in right. our neighborhood. Right. right. Couldn't right. hide. Yeah. So there was no shame. Yeah. You know, uh, there were no we were all kind of pretty much the same class of people. OK. You didn't have more than I had, right. you know. Right. Uh, so everybody was going through something. Everybody. Parents knew each other. If you got in trouble at school, everybody knew it. You know, yeah. uh, your mother could say something to me. Your father could say something. My mother could say something to you, right. you know. Like everybody knew, so there was nowhere to hide. Right, right. So this right. whole walking around with this false bravado and all that, nah, that didn't work. It didn't work. Know, you know, y'all ran out of bread. Right. You know. Right. So we didn't like so so you didn't you, you couldn't really hide. Right. You know. So and, and y'all, I mean, you've seen me cry. Right. You right. Know, and you've known me for years. Right. And, and early in our relationship, you saw me cry. Right. <laughs> Right. I have a reputation, but the thing is, I'm not. I don't have a reputation of somebody who cries. I have a reputation of somebody who's not afraid to show his emotions. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, um, it was always a struggle for me with people who did not want to talk, who did not want to work through something, who did not want to talk it out. Right. You know, that was my thing. Um, I was I was listening to, uh, is it Hot 97? Like after the Super Bowl, Mary J. Blige was interviewed on hot 97 and he, and they kind of, they spent like an hour with her at the radio oh, station. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's man, it's so hot and you would love it because it's Mary J. Blige in New York. <laughs> right, 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 right. But they had her on and, and, and they kind of walked through her life, her career. Wow. You know, because like Mary J grew up in front of us. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Indeed. So Indeed. she doesn't hide anything. Right. Right. At this point. And so listening to her talk about all of her experiences, listening to her talk about, you know, they were asking her about the Super Bowl thing. And have you heard all the, the madness people saying that it was, you know, it was too raunchy and all that. Cause she's like, no, nah, I don't hear that because that's small talk. Right. Right. Because the, the moment was so big that yeah. I don't, I don't have time for the, for the small talk because right. more people were pleased and satisfied. Right. Than the haters. Right. 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 And then I heard Bomani Jones on another platform talking to someone saying, don't talk about the people who criticize the Super Bowl halftime show because people get paid to criticize. Wow. I'm saying I'd like to say this, that uh, Mary J. Blige has exposed her pain throughout her life, mm-hmm. right? And, and this is something that was so profound. They asked her where she got her energy from. How does she rebound? What did she say? Well, I read, I studied, I researched, I did all these things to right. find my healing, to find my true self and to be able right. to recover and recognize that I am beautiful. You know, at my worst, I'm still beautiful and all this kind of stuff. Right. And she was telling them all the resources that she used to get herself whole. And then we, and, and, and the radio host was like, you did all that, but we just used your music. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that when it comes to to men and Mm -hmm. and expression and, you know, showing our feelings and and all this kind of stuff and, uh, you know, manhood, you know, I'll be 55 and manhood is still being defined. Right. For me. Right, right. Right? So, so, So all I have is to try to be the best example of manhood to the next generation. I don't have anything to prove. Right. But when I look at the next generation, I'm concerned as much as I know we have heroes, mm-hmm. we have examples of young men growing up mm-hmm. and being about that business. There are far too many weak areas. Right. For our young men. Right. And, and I'm saying it, it doesn't matter what race, creed or color you are. There's a, there's a, there's a tremendous weakness when it comes to manhood and stepping right. up, you know, to, when it comes to character. Right. Right. Wow. And so when I pray, those are the things that I pray about because I'm trying to have conversations with young men who don't want to have conversations with me. Right. And when I say young men, I'm talking about somebody like I'll be 55. I'm talking right. 
54. Right. <laughs> right if you're right, younger right. than me, I'm trying to have a conversation. Right. If right. you're older than me, I'm trying to learn. Right. Right. Definitely. So to me, how do we define manhood in the next generation? I know I went a long way to say this, but for me, it's about having somebody to reach out to. Yeah. In front of you and, and having somebody to reach back behind you. Have somebody right. that's pulling you and make sure you're pulling somebody, somebody else. Like, yeah. So if you want to define manhood, it's the connection. Uh, manhood is greatest definition will be having a, a, a solid connection to the previous generation right. and, and the next generation and yeah. be an example for both. Be that's example right. of a listener and be an example of saying the right thing. That's manhood to me. Gotcha. All right. Um, I mean, for myself. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's that's good. I like that. Um, I think, you know, I think for myself, I never really, I mean, I was always like, like compassionate when I was young. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, it, I wore, did I wear, you know, they say you wear your emotions on your sleeve, (laughs) you know, like kind of, I mean, I was never told not to cry, but I guess it just wasn't in me um i've had incidences that happened and you know like it was you know yeah we didn't have the cry session you just kind of you know we toughed it up you know we was kind of not like hard but we just crying was not thing um and i kind of grew up in that kind of in that space you know like until you get older and you and i've and i had cry sessions you know like when when things were overwhelming or things were overwhelming, life was getting tough, you know, like I would just, I would boohoo it. I let it out, you know, um, the moment when I was, was going through a divorce, I was at work, man. I, I lost it. I just, I just, you know, I had to like, if you, and I worked at Costco, so, you know, they have the big freezer or like the big cooler areas. Like I was going in there just to cool myself down and just try to bring it down. Let's see here. I got a friend picking me up to take me out. Right. Catch you tomorrow. Indeed. Appreciate you. It was okay. Jay says it was okay to cry if you won a championship or lost a relative, but not life in general. Yeah, man. Um, that was the old school way of masculinity. Indeed. Um, and that's, that's see, you didn't have it. See, I didn't have a, uh, an egotistical man in the house. I was raised by a single woman. Right. Right. But see, what's right. funny is but, I saw two emotions from my mom. Okay. Okay. Happy and angry. <laughs> wow. I never saw, I didn't see my mom yeah. crying, you know, right. not growing up. I didn't see that. But yeah. we were, there was room for us to do it. Gotcha. Yeah, but I, yeah, my house was the same. I'm, yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't, my, my dad didn't, my mom didn't. If she did, it was never in my vicinity. Like I never seen her shed a tear, you know. Um, but we had the Carpenters on, on album. <laughs> but my yes, mom didn't yes. cry in front of us, but right, you know, she listened to Karen Carpenter, so you know it's coming. You know she's crying somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I, I never like yeah, like I said, I never. I think um, I think one time I I cried. <laughs> you know, I'm about to share too much. Oh, but one time I cried was. I don't know. I think I might have been like 16. And like my dad, he was battling alcohol, alcoholism. He was alcoholic, whatever. And was at like a, it was like a retreat for, you know, they was away, you know, like to help for him to work it out. But then they had a retreat open to the family, whatever. And it just got a lot for me. (laughs) It got a lot. And I started tearing up. Like it was in the bedroom, whatever room was in. My mom, like she didn't respond though. Like she just okay, <laughs> you know, like no hug, no. It's, it's just, yeah, I was like, I you know, it was one of the moments like I'm got to get through this, just suck it up, you know, like. And so it it you know like it was just never. I never grew up in a household of of like my mother loved me. There was no doubt. Like she wasn't abusive. So I just want to be clear. Like we just wasn't like lovey dovey. If that makes sense, like we hug our kids fifty two times a day. You know. They, my daughter hugs a lot. You know, I hug my son a lot. Um, but he said, right, without a dad, she said, I had too many sons to cry without a dad being there. I feel you on that, uh, Mama Corey. I feel you on that. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's yeah. So the motion part, it was there because we had a lot going on. <laughs> we had a lot, and being older, oh yeah, I know my mama cried <laughs> somewhere, some bathroom <laughs> away from the house. You know, like oh, um, it was too much. Like you get you couldn't be that stoic. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it we didn't. So my dealing with my emotions probably were just older. You know, when I got more adultish, um, and I and I feel like the older I get. The more I, I don't care about a good cry, <laughs> like, you know, I, I drop a tear in a minute. Now movies get you like, <laughs> just to, but it just watches them. You're like, oh. <laughs> so, I watched, I watched Just Mercy last night. Oh man, and I know I've seen it ten times, <laughs> but when that judge says, "You've made my job easy today," right? You know, right. Uh, all counts against you have been dismissed. <laughs> And feel it. when Jamie Foxx turned and he was like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and right. then I'm saying to myself, again, <laughs> you, cry again. you know, <laughs> man, uh, we good. We seen this a thousand times. Oh, man. Yo. Oh, let's see. Jay said it's hard for our parent to project vulnerability when they have so much in the yeah. way of responsibility plus black folks have never had the emotional space to cry in the face of oppression sad reality yeah because there was always so much we had to do right you know and and showing you know crying was a a show of weakness yes. right right, right? In, instead yeah. of power it was weakness and so there was just no opportunity for us to do that because crying meant we would we would miss our opportunity right and and right. we and and there's a fear that the opportunity would not come around again because you're too weak for the tough moments. Right. And and it meant so much. But the thing is, <clears throat> it wasn't so much of the the system; it was our interpretation of it and how we brought it on ourselves. Like right. the reality is, the system is the system. Right. But what we learned today is, if the system never changes, are you going to stay buried? Right. That's the difference today. And to 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 Jay's point. Back then, we didn't understand that. We kept thinking that there was going to be something different <clears throat> at some point. So we'd hold out and we'd wait. We put it off, and then, but but the cry, the tears never came because the change never happened. Right. So generation right. after generation, you're trying to hold it together. Yeah. Keep strong, stay strong. Never let them see you sweat. Right. You know, never let them feel like they got you. Right. Uh, and the reality is, all of that caused you to get yourself. Right. Yeah, and get your own next generation, and so we we got swallowed up in that stuff, and and we're still fighting our way out of it now, you know, yeah. and and that's why I feel like there's such a breakdown. Hey, good morning, Keto. In in our community, because uh, the 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 appearance of weakness is still there. Right. So now you just got a bunch of mad folks running around here, and the people that tell you it's okay to cry are not in your house. <laughs> Right, 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 right. So parents are losing relationships with their children because they're going to find on social media, they're finding therapists that tell them it's okay to feel this. Right. And you've got a contradiction going on. So it's, it's, it's maddening. It's maddening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I get what you're saying and I get what Jay is saying. Um, I don't know, like, but then it becomes a, re- a repression, you know, of just how you really feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, where is there a space for you to be real? You know, life That's is- what I love about the scripture because yeah. I think we misinterpret the seasons. Okay. You know, so say if the preacher in Ecclesiastes, there's a time to laugh and a time to cry, a time to mourn, you know, all of the, there's a season for everything, right. you know? And, and what I believe God is saying is, there are moments for these things where these things are productive. You just can't stay there. Right. 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 And I think we miss that part. You know, we think the season to cry lasts about five minutes. Right. And you got to get up. You got to move on. Right. But you can't tell me how to mourn. Right. You can't tell me how to grieve. Everybody right. grieves differently. Yeah. And That's so right. we make the mistake of basing our actions on someone else's interpretation. Right. right. Someone else's definition. Yeah. And and you can't do that. I think it's important to have someone that you can communicate with, someone that 
that is there to be an ear to understand and know what you're yeah. talking about and won't use it against you. Right. But you have to make room to exercise all of the emotions that are in you. Right. That's why the Bible says, be angry, but be angry, but sin not. Right. It's okay yeah. to get angry. Just don't lose your mind in your anger. Right. Don't allow anger to, to, to be a, uh, to, to have a, a stranglehold on you. Right. You know, right. it's okay to be happy. Don't yeah. let anybody stop you from me. It's an emotion, but just know that every day you're not going to be happy. Every moment you're not going to be happy. And when you're not, make sure you understand how to overcome and keep pressing through. Right. It's okay yeah. to be sad. You just can't live there. Yeah. I think that's, that's the main part, you know, just not living in a space of emotion, you know, and being able to move, you know, forward or have at least forward motion, you know, like regardless of what it is, that even if you're mourning, I'm not saying forget, but being able to move out of the space you're in, um, you know, like it's, it's that's where people get stuck and they can't they can't live because they're stuck in a space where something happened, you know, and they just don't know how to turn the turn the corner on their life, you know, because, you know, things happen and the trajectory changes like I'm going this way. Uh, tragedy strikes. Now I need to be able to pivot and continue moving. Um, and I think sometimes the you get lost in the I'm supposed to forget, you know, because I'm moving forward. I'm forgetting the moment, you know, I'm leaving somebody behind, you know, in 1995 or 2000 like i'm moving forward i'm leaving them behind because i'm not in that space anymore i'm not crying about them every day um but you got to find a healthy way to to be able to press past the moment you need to press past yeah. that that feeling you know because there's guilt there's uh you know there, there's more or less guilt sometimes i think it's that guilt that i'm moving on and your life stopped you know, so I think um, getting out of that guilty space, it, it definitely makes a difference. Uh, Hamilton says, I also think God uses us in our seasons for greater purpose. Not only does it give us reminders of why we do what we do, but the journey might also also be inspiring someone else trying to figure this out. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. One of my famous phrases is I tell people like me and you've had a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, guess what, bro? One day you're going to meet an AD. Right. And what I mean by that, you're going to meet a guy or a person who is right where you are. You will right. have gotten past it. But where you are right now, you're going to meet somebody else because you've made it through. You'll right. be able to help them. Right. I mean, we overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. Right. You know, I think about all the, the, the pitfalls that I've experienced in my life. Bro, when the first time my son got hospitalized mm-hmm. you know I man I was so angry right this is what I love about God I like I was so angry man I, I it would I felt like it would have been better for me to just disappear right because everybody around me was in danger wow you understand right I mean like everybody because I was I was on such an edge man that I felt like it was so unfair for my son to have, like it was enough for him to have been diagnosed with the condition that he had. Right. But for him to, to be fighting to breathe. Yeah. And he, and his body was already in a weakened state. I'm like, this just doesn't make, I'm like, what, like I'm looking up to the heavens. Like, what are you doing? Right. You understand? Like, what are you doing to him? What are you doing to me? What are you right. doing? Like, how am I supposed to explain? How am I supposed to keep moving when my son is in here fighting for his every breath? He's right. been intubated. Are you kidding me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like the 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 emotion, like it's it's sadness, it's frustration, it's it's rage. I was man, I was enraged, bro. Oh. You know, and and here I am, a man of God. In a fit of rage because my son is, an, I'm like, I was so angry that I wouldn't leave his side. My son was in the hospital for two months, man. Wow. You know, and I stayed there every, I never left the hospital. Wow. I lost like 25 pounds. I wouldn't leave his side. And, wow. and in that moment, it was like, you forgot all about God. Mm. Right. You're supposed to be a man of God. But you won't walk away from your son 
because you think your presence here is keeping him alive. Right. You right. forgot you like like this is what anger, this is what missing it will, will like if you get caught up in that moment, it'll do right. that. Yeah. Right. And me Definitely. and all of my knowledge of the word of God, me and all of my Holy Ghost and all right. of that stuff, you right. know, didn't matter because there I was. What happened? The reality check for me was when my son was starting to get better. Wow. Right. I left that hospital twice in two months. Oh, oh wow. Two times. Wow. I showered at the hospital. They had to bring my clothes to the hospital. I ate at the hospital. You know, I, I didn't go to work. Wow. I didn't even I didn't even talk to my job. Like people from my job actually came to the hospital to see me. Wow. And my son was the one in the hospital. Right. Wow. Um, somebody came to my job and they said somebody came from my job and they said. Where are you? Wow. And and they were being funny because they were saying you've lost so much weight that I'm missing oh, a whole. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Like what? What are you eating? Right. Like what right. have you? What are you doing? You're you're right. going to be in the bed next to your son, and it won't right. be the top. It'll be a hospital bed. Right. What are you right. doing? Yeah. And I, and when I heard those words, like I saw myself. I had to shave. I had to brush my teeth, wash my face every morning in that room, but I couldn't see myself. Wow. So I so that I'm like, oh wow. So this is what you look like. Right. You know. Right. But the thing is. I didn't come out of it until he came out of the hospital. Wow. Right. Wow. So I'm saying like, and, and so what I learned, and, and so he got hospitalized again. What I learned right. is when, when tragedy strikes your life, right. you know, are you going to allow tragedy to strike without you becoming tragic? Mm-hmm. That's good. Right. I mean, these are the lessons. And this is where I had to really learn. Like I, I had to reestablish my relationship with God because the relationship that I had right. wasn't working. That's right. why I thank God for mercy. I thank God for grace because he kept me when I wouldn't even keep myself. Right. I was praying, but I wasn't talking to God. I was talking to anybody that would listen. Right. Because I felt like I had been failed. I felt like my son had been failed. And right. so I'm like, this was like I'm this is I'm like, this was real emotion. Right. Right. You know, right. this was this was humanity at its best. Right. Right. And this was my experience. And I, you heard me preach a message. The message was entitled I Almost Quit. Remember mm-hmm. that message? Mm-hmm. That's that's the testimony. Oh, right. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Yeah, Thank God for Jesus. But now I can tell people that's right. the danger of getting too caught up. Right. In an emotional state and right. staying there too staying long. There too long. Right. Because right. I had a I had a whole family that was still right. depending on me. I, I had right. children at home. I had a wife, you know, like what what? Right. You right. know? And it yeah. was like the old and new test, the 400 silent years between the old and new testament, because I wasn't no good to anybody. Right. And that's just and real talk. I think it's that expression that but it's recognizing it as well, you know. Um, you know, for you, you felt like you had to just be there, you know, yeah. all of who you were. And honestly, like it it wasn't, you know, you leaving was like, I'm forgetting about him. Um, so I, I think it's it's just recognizing and like you said, leaning on God, like, all right, God, you got this. I need to step back into my responsibilities. You you take right. care of this. Right. You know, and right. I think a lot of times we get disconnected from what we're supposed to be doing because of a situation, you know, one situation in our family, which is huge, but it's like, all right, God, I'm, I, I need to trust you here because you had me to take care of here, you know. Yeah. With, you know, the, the who much is given, much is required, so I'm, I got to yes, get sir. back into my requirements. Um, yeah. And 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 just trust you. I think that's that's huge, especially as a you know becoming a man, especially you know, like it's we can't sit on stuff anymore. Like it's okay, God. I know. Well, you, you think moving. you can you think you can fix it. You think you right. can control it. You think Cause you that's, can because that's what we're supposed to that's, we, that's like our job. We're supposed to fix yeah. everything. Right. We gotta fix so, it. Like, I gotta be I gotta be here. Like yes. this this is the, this is the area of pain. I gotta be right here. Right. You know, but you being here so long, yes, you're creating a gap and a void over here. Yeah. Right? You gotta have enough trust, you gotta have enough confidence in, in the Lord. Like right. for me, it was like 
whatever was going to happen was was going to happen. I couldn't control that. Right. right. But what I could control is my response, my reaction to it. And that's right. the thing that you ha- that you have to learn. Like, what do you do when you didn't see it coming? Hmm. You know, because you can't you there's no way you can plan for tragedy. No. Right. No but what you can do is build yourself up so that in the event tragedy comes, you can process through it. Right. Yeah. You got to process through it without losing sight of who you are, who your God is and recognize that you're not in it by yourself. You know, those are all the lessons because people continue to love you when you allow them to. Right. What we do is as men, we make the mistake of shutting people out. Yes. You know, I got this. And no, I don't know because I don't want to have to owe you. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's true. We we don't want to seem weak. We don't want to be vulnerable. We don't want to, have, want to have to owe anybody, right? You know that kind of stuff. There's so many emotions that come into play when it when it comes to pride uh, and vulnerability, you know. So, uh, yeah, mom says sitting in God's chair. Yeah, you, you want to play God, right? Uh, and exactly. He quickly reminds you that yeah. it is in Him that we live, right? Not He in us, right? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. God's God shows so strong in our weakest moments um, when we allow Him. Like God is only as good as you allow him to be in your life. Yeah. As God can do anything. Right. But he can't do anything that you don't allow him to do. Right. Now you figure that one out. Right. You think about what I'm saying, because God can do anything, but we have free will, free moral agency. We have the power to choose. You can choose to lose. Yeah. Or you can choose to win. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, let that sit on you for a minute. Um, but yeah, definitely uh as we as we mentor and encourage our young men, um, those that are coming next, um being aware, you know, being what they say, self-aware, <laughs> um, and being able to express your emotions and being able to deal with what's happening and not get stuck. I think that's like the the biggest the biggest thing is just how to process without being stuck how to lean um, on God and just to be able to move forward. We get, you know, when, when, when you feel like you have to be the one to fix everything, especially, you know, for most men, they are the fixers in their circle. I got to fix everything. I'm the fixer. I fix stuff, you know, and when you can't, like there's going to be things that you just can't fix and you just have to trust God and, and let it move. They said, uh, it's like a hundred person can't save them till they're at the point of giving up. Right. Relax. And let you do what needs to do to save them. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, that that's 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 the real analogy right there. You know, because we always. But even in fix. your greatness, man, we, you know, yeah. it's like, it, what about the the next generation that is absolutely succeeding? Yeah, and you're so and you're so wrapped up in your success, right? You yeah. know that you lose sight. You know, your your pride takes over and. Yeah. And the very definition of who you are is based on what you've accomplished. Yep. You know, and you lose in situations like that as well. You know, uh, we get so full of ourselves uh, that we forget where we come from. Right. We forget that we're supposed to be a blessing to, to other people. Right. You know, uh, I don't have time for anybody that's not on my level. Right. 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 Like, right. You know, yes. I don't have patience to, to pour, I don't have the patience to pour into to anybody. I'm busy trying to make it. I got to get this bag. I got to make my name great. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. There's, there's a weakness in that Definitely. as, as well, because there will come a time where you will have ruined all those relationships. And when you're in need, there's, you're going to, you're going to realize there's nobody around you because you've driven everybody off. Right. You know, in other words, what, what happens when you lose the fan base? Right. Right. You know, uh, there are a lot of uh, professional athletes and stuff that don't last 10 years beyond retirement. True. Yeah. And you can't blame it all on CTE. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Right. You yeah. know, uh, that's what I always appreciated about the late, great Kobe Bryant. He planned yeah, for coming away from basketball. Right. Right. But you find out how many people he poured into while he was great. Right. After he was gone. Yeah. His legacy is that the number of people he poured into yeah. some of the great players on the court right now today talk about how he took time and talked to them. 
Just a pause. Side note, that sucks. <laughs> like, like I, I always wonder how many people he actually heard from that said, you know, because there's, there's things, there's, there's always the, the, the big stuff, then there's the small stuff, you know, because there's going to be people that probably seen you pass it maybe like three times, <laughs> you know, like, and they're like, man, when he said such and such, that after the third time seeing him, I took that word and it changed my life. <laughs> you know, like, but yeah. you never know about it. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I know you're not going to know everything, but I feel like, I don't know. Like, I've been thinking in my head to start like a, a, a page, like an Instagram page, like giving flowers now. Right. You know how. So when someone passes, you see all the videos like you. I saw so many Bismarcky videos, <laughs> you know, like. Yo, you you never posted that that you hung right. out with him. Like you never posted that you did a pic. Like, oh, I never seen it. Maybe you did later years ago, but like it's it's so crazy. Like you get to see like the worst was uh like Nipsey Hussle. I like I heard about him. I knew about him. But when he passed, like so many interviews, he said some great things. He said some really great things. And you're like, oh, where's all this, all this? all these words before, like, cause yeah. I might at least followed him for his interviews, you know, for things he said, maybe not his music, but the words that he spoke. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I, I and I know it's, it's, it's hard to really get it all out, but sometimes I just think like how much of some of these folks did they hear about it? How much did they see it? Cause you know, you, that's, you do something crazy. Now you, all the criticism, you get every bit of criticism, <laughs> like every, Every bit of it. Uh, I, look, I already did it. Right, right. I'm, already, I'm already getting it. Right, right. <laughs> like I'm doing it now. Yeah. Like like being on here. Yeah. yeah. On this platform, I got I got people who are angry at me because this is not what pastors supposed to do. Right, right. But you're I'm inspiring folks right now. But you're inspiring folk right now. You're inspiring some pastors watching. Like, man, I don't have to be fake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's the thing. I, like I'm showing too much raw. I mean, right. I'm, I'm too raw. Too uncut, yeah. you know. I don't have a tie on, right? You know, you know right. some people can't even read what's behind me. You know, some <laughs> folks may think it's satanic, but they can't <laughs> spell it out because you know they're missing the P. Right. You know, they can say ho. You know, I mean, <laughs> seriously, man, we right. can, we can find a reason right. to right. to denounce. You know, to come against people. I, I right. I'm telling you, man, the, the the level of hate is is crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. But yeah. but the thing is, you can't the same way you can't lose sight of the people that that are designed to be your support system. Yes. You can't get caught up in the people that are designed to be your uh, downfall, your breaking. Oh, yeah. System. Yeah. You know, you can't like when I talk about being young and, and we will push each other to cry. I'm mm-hmm. talking about we did it. It was comedy. We talk about you. Uh, okay. We talk about okay. your mama. We talk about your house. We we call out the stuff like you know you got roaches that right. repel from cabinets. Right. You understand? Right. right. Like I ring your doorbell and the, and the rat opens the door for right. me. Right. You know we right. you know yeah. you want to change the channel. You not you go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and tell them to turn the channel because everybody was was broke. You know. <laughs> You understand? Like, I, I mean, we 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 talked about we talked about people's mothers. You know, right. I mean, that whole thing with you know your mother don't have any hair, and right. you know I your sister you. went behind the house. You know, I mean, we we did it all, and and it was raw. And you make somebody cry, make them ready to fight, and that's when the laughter started. Right when right. we break you, but right. what it right. was like, I don't care who you're. Everybody got broken, yeah, so that yeah. we could all be be real with each other. Right, right. You know what I mean? I got it. And, that, and like, I know it sounds crazy, but that's kind of how we did as kids. That's how we got through it as kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we got yeah. through it. And the thing is, that way nobody felt ashamed. Right. We right. didn't know the wisdom of it. Right. We just knew we didn't want to be the one that everybody was laughing at. It was it right. had to be somebody else's turn. Right. It couldn't right. just be me. You know, and that's and that's what I'm saying. And and I feel like we have to <laughs> like, got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was it, man. Um uh, we call them heart sessions, right? You okay. keep going to the heart till you hit the heart. You know that's right. how it was, but Indeed. but that's how close we were. And what I'm saying is, like, we we should live like that today, right? You know, um, at your absolute greatest, be humble, 
Right. At your absolute worst, be available. You know, that's that's real. And and so if we can if we can get better at that, man. Wow. And I'm saying it it begins with with the grownups. Yeah. You know, definitely. Definitely. I think. um, Yeah, we have to we have to learn to be transparent. We have to learn to be able to be real. You know, like I think, you know, we wear a mask everywhere, everywhere. And I think it's it's I don't know, like there is there is a time, you know, there is a a tact to, to sharing truth. Um, but I think, you know, we, we we're not honest, sometimes we're not honest with ourselves, you know, and it's affecting, you know, the next generation, you know, where the next generation sees us, especially in a place like church or something. And we mimic actions you know, Ooh. Ooh. without getting the God, you know, Ooh. and we, uh, <laughs> so I think uh, a, a lot of that we meant, cause you know, to me, like, you know, in, in the house of, of worship or house of the Lord is where we should be the most vulnerable, at least, you know, even to our brothers or our sisters, you know, someone like, you know, like, how you doing? <sighs> I'm here. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, I don't we, know, man. We, I don't we, know. We, you, I don't know if I agree with that. You don't think so? I don't know. I you don't, don't think know. we should be vulnerable. Yeah, like, like I mean, that's a great question. Like, because real talk, because because there is cause, is Sunday the moment where you tell it all. I I feel like sometimes maybe that's my no. only place. No. no, because Sunday is the moment I came to get a word. I got you. Right, and I don't want to be a distraction for the people who need to hear a word. But what if? What if? Let me say this. My, let me my, say this what if? Way. What if I'm hardened, right? Like I, I've dragged myself into church, right? I got you. And I, I and you. I need a, a good chilling to really receive. You, you know, you like need you need a praise, you need worship, you need a word. Yeah. Right. But if you need counsel, mm. that's not going to happen during service. Yeah. That's what. Like, I, I mean, I get it. I, I hear what you're saying, man. People say, "Well, are you interrupt?" I, I, what did we had two a couple of weeks ago? Uh, we had a uh, a guest speaker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. had somebody come in off the street. We talked. Oh yeah, him, right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm supposed to be sitting and listening to the guest speaker, but I got to go minister to somebody. Yeah. Right. And 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 somebody in the church came to me afterwards and was like, "Man, I really appreciate like what you did right there. Right. Is ministry." I'm like, yeah. Because there was no other option there. But if right. I had my if I had it my way, right, 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 right. I would have hoped to delay that until after service. Right, right, right. Like hang in there. I come talk to you after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because as much as we know the church is a hospital for sick people, right? Right. The the sanctuary is an emergency room. What I'm saying is you're gonna wait till everybody's in there. I know some people are gonna disagree with me, but I don't care. The reality is you want to send, you want to deliver a word to people. Right. We got to get to a place. We have got to get to a place where you don't wait for Sunday to tell it all. I mean, not, not in a, a disruptive manner. So I'm not saying that what I'm saying, I don't know. Um, I think you don't I, wait for Sunday. I'm not saying if, wait I'm, if I'm jacked up on Tuesday, right, let me right. find some help Tuesday. Yeah. If I'm yeah. jacked up on Thursday, let me find some help Thursday. You say I get up and I crawl myself into service on Sunday. Yeah. my. It, I'll tell you something. In nine cases out of 10, nine and a half cases out of 10, you can't cut a person in half. The person that comes in and breaks down on Sunday, you never see again. Mm. So what was the real purpose? Now, I understand that one can set a thousand to fly to two ten thousand. Right. Right. But how do the numbers work out? I understand the the the, the laws of see uh some plant, some water, but God give the increase. Right. right. Somebody challenged me on it. Somebody come in because I preach every week. I, I've been doing ministry for a, a long time, and I'll tell you what I've learned. Right. What I've learned right. is that when you want help, when you really need help, right, you're gonna come crying out for help. Yeah. Right. So what I'm, 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 I mean, that's that's a question. Uh, what did what did Sean say? Okay, let's go. Uh, I need to. I need. I need had to be met 
And if you waited, that soul's outcome may may have been different. Yeah, but the thing is, meeting the need in most cases has nothing to do with the condition of the soul. Okay. A lot of people come wanting a hand out, but not a leg up. Okay. That's real. That's why there's so many people against the church right now. The church didn't help me. Oh, you mean the church didn't pay your electric bill? That's true. That I've heard that as well. Um, But I'm not, I don't know. I I guess my, my, my thought is a little different. Like I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about even the person that comes every Sunday that, that's trying to find an outlet. And then sometimes I'm not talking about just waiting till Sunday, but being able to reach out, not just to the pastor, but either to other ministers or the brothers feeling like they could be honest about what's going on in their household. Yes. But what I'm saying saying? is if you come into church every Sunday, right. Carrying, you know, you have a relationship with the people in the church or you should. Right. Oh yeah. You got to say it on Sunday. Then what you're doing is validating. You don't have a relationship with that ministry. Right. You just showing up for church. Right. Okay. Because if you're part of the church, like I say this, y'all, you know where I am. You know, you show up at the church every Sunday, but I got to tell you when the meetings are. Right. So you're not Not connected. Right. You showing up at church every Sunday, but you're not there when we do community outreach. You're not connected. But I think, you know, it's it's it's. That's just the truth, bro. I know. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm not and and understand. I am not blaming the church. I'm blaming the people. And and hear me out. What I'm saying is sometimes like I've had this this nice life, right? You know, I I, I got this nice posted Instagram life, right? Keeping yeah. it real. And I know it don't matter, but it does. Um, and and so like I come in like we like the power couple, you know, like yeah. everything's tight, you know, and then there's a crack. Yeah. You know, that comes yeah. from somewhere. Could be our kids. Yes. Could be us, you know. And it's it's challenging, you know, when when you place yourself in your mind as not perfect, but like, yo, we got this together. <laughs> you no, know, I get like, what you're saying. Yeah, there's you know, an how image. Do, how do you expose your crack, you know? And, because and you have not, an image. Yeah, we yeah, and like and and this image let's let's keep let's get even deeper like this image even brings in an income <laughs> you know like yeah. so it's like i can't i don't and and some of my my clients may be in this church <laughs> you know like so how do you like and, and i'm asked how you doing knowing in my head like horrible <laughs> you know like and mm-hmm. and and you want to reach out you want to tell like it does matter it's about you and your family yeah. And and so it's like trying to get past the facade and being able to admit there's some cracks. And and for the most part, you know, as long as you're not a liar or a thief, people not turning on you. People know like stuff happens. But well, no, no, I take that back because people are like, oh, they look so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you you're talking about humanity. And right. I'm not talking right. about those rare, I'm not talking about those occasions where you know, you you go in church and and you and the, the moment is there, and you're like, you know what? Today, we're gonna take the blinder, we're gonna take the mask off, right? You know, right. that's like to me, that's that's a, a spirit move, right? Right? And I'm saying that is as unique. Hear me now, right? That is as unique as the person coming in off the street right. trying to get home, right? I've had people come in off the street. And that interaction changed their life. Right. All what I'm telling you is the, the the reality is the numbers don't work. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You can't stop doing it, but you add the quit. Like I'm just telling you how I feel about it. Yeah. Through my own experience. Indeed. I right. That's it. I, I, and like, because this is not about what you should do or what you shouldn't do. No, I'm saying no. there's somebody that's gonna come in church and and on a certain the mood, the moment is gonna hit them, the spirit is gonna be moving, they're gonna be like, you know what, today's today's the day I get delivered. Right. 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 Today's the day I stop lying. 
Right. And if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. So I'm going to do it right here before my God and all of my family. Right. So right. that everybody's praying for me. Right. So there's no secret. There's no rumor. Right. 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 I yeah. got you. And yeah. I'm saying that's a beautiful, beautiful moment for God to be glorified right. and for a family to get their, their healing. I'm not against anything like that. I believe that. And you got to do that wherever you can get it. You do that. If that's on Sunday, then you do it. Right. You understand? What I'm saying is the issue that we have yeah. is that we have to do that on Sunday because we can't do it on Tuesday. Right. No, I get you. I get you. That's what I'm saying. I get you. I get you. We got to get to a point where those kind of breakthroughs are happening Wednesday afternoon at 2.37 p.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got to get to. And we're not there. Right. Right. Yes, indeed. So listen, guys, appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us, hanging with us. Um, as always, thank you for sharing. Sharing is caring. If you haven't shared, make sure you do so. Uh, let everybody know that the Brothers of Legacy are on. Uh, make sure. What else do I want you to do? Uh, join our text community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576 if you haven't joined our text community. As we have these amazing conversations tomorrow, <laughs> it's Freestyle Friday. <laughs> I don't know if the head shake is work or us. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I apologize. I I have my TV on. Anthony Davis hurt again. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to roll on. All right, guys. We look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you, Mama Core. Appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys. Same time, same channel. Remember, uh, continue to stay safe. Uh, do the right thing. Love you too. Love you too. Um, And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, Freestyle Friday. All right. Be blessed. Keep pushing. Keep growing. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we love you. Uh, Know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys. Make sure sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show. I appreciate